Hey, it's Crystal with Small Talks, where we have small talks about a big God. Before anyone can be deemed great, competent, proficient, or approved, they usually have to take a test, right? Do you want to be a lawyer? Well, you're going to have to pass the bar. A teacher? There's some sort of teacher certification exam. A doctor? Well, there's a test for that too. I think we all understand that nothing great happens without a test. Let's apply that to our spiritual lives. The Bible has a lot to say about tests and trials. Specifically, James chapter 1, starting at verse 2, says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Every time I read this passage, I always wonder how did these three words, test, trial, and joy, end up in the same sentence? If I were to ask you which one of these words do not belong, the answer would be obvious, right? James says to consider it joy when you face trials and testings and challenges in life. And at first glance, it may seem like James is suggesting that we should consider the trial or test as joy. But I think both you and I know that there is nothing enjoyable about tests and trials. I mean, dealing with a sickness or disease is not enjoyable, right? Nor are marriage problems, relationship problems, those aren't fun. Issues with a rebellious child, I'm sure that's not in the enjoyable category. Um, being unemployed is annoying. I mean, where is the joy? How are we supposed to find joy in the midst of our trials? Well, let's look at Jesus as our model. When Jesus was on his way to the cross, I don't think he was overcome with joy. We, we don't see that anywhere in scripture. He actually said to the Father, if it is at all possible, let this cup pass from me. In other words, he was asking if there was any way he could avoid going through that trial. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, it was for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. See, the reason why our Lord and Savior was able to count it all joy was not because of the cross itself, but because of what was on the other side of the cross. See, the salvation of all, a reconciled relationship with his children was on the other side of the cross. And ultimately, God the Father being satisfied was on the other side of the cross. Jesus was able to count it all joy because of what the cross was going to produce. So what's on the other side of your test and trial? What will it produce? Well, the third verse gives us a glimpse of what's on the other side of every test and trial we face. If you go back to James, you'll see that the testing of your faith produces something. And that's good news. We make a profit. We get a return when we go through trials. Many times when we go through tests and trials, it may feel like we are losing, like we're coming out in the negative. But in God's economy, we're actually coming out better than when we came in. The scripture says that the testing of our faith produces perseverance. Another word for perseverance is endurance, steadfastness. It really describes a person who is not swayed from their faith, even under their greatest trial and suffering. Now, why is God so concerned about producing perseverance and endurance in us that he would allow us to go through tests and trials and allow us to feel a little uncomfortable? Why is it that important? Well, tests and trials will expose your level of devotion to God in a way nothing else can. 
Will you be swayed from your faith when you are under your greatest trial? Will you choose to fully trust God when the unthinkable happens in your life? The way that you walk through your tests will determine the level of your devotion. Who do you run to when you're going through tough times? Do you try to use other things to medicate when you're hurting? Some of us may run to shopping, to people, drugs, sex. Some of us become workaholics. Tests and trials will reveal our commitment to God. Over time, these tests and trials will produce perseverance where um, you're able to endure hard times and not waver in your faith and devotion to God. And that is what God is after in your life. The Bible says that once we let perseverance finish its work, we will be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. Wow, I, I wonder how differently we would walk through our tests if we only realize what was on the other side. So what tests are you facing today? What is it revealing about your devotion to God? What is one small step you can take to draw closer to God in the midst of your tests? Remember, nothing great happens without a test. So don't despise the test you're in today. Count it all joy because greatness is on the other side. God, I pray that when we are facing tests and trials, that we will lean into you and trust you a little bit more so that perseverance will be developed in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.